السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن وله أما بعد وبريز and thanks is due to Allah عز وجل peace and salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdullah صلوات الله وسلامه عليه peace and salutations upon his family upon his friends and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Hujarat, verse number two, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu, O you who believe. And as we've been saying throughout the month, whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whenever he says, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu, then we as believers, we should become alert. So now we should take note what is coming after this. And Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says La tarfa'u aswatakum fawqa sawtin nabi That do not raise your voices above the voice of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Wala tajaharu lahu bilqawli kajahri ba'dikum liba'd No speak loud to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as you speak aloud to one another. And then Allah says, what will happen if you do this? أن تحبط أعمالكم وأنتم لا تشعرون And if you do this, lest that your deeds are going to become rendered fruitless, it will be null and void, whilst you perceive it not. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, this is one of the etiquettes and the most important verses that has to do with our adab and with our respect to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Take you back to the start of the verse. Oh, you who believe, do not raise your voices above the voice of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And there were many reasons, many incidents that took place in the time of the companion sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where people would speak in a loud voice to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they would be reprimanded. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, do not speak to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as how you speak to each other. So you address him as Ya Nabi, as Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, and do not speak to him in a loud voice. You need to have respect for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And what happens when you don't show this type of respect to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Antahbata, that indeed your deeds, a'malukum, that indeed your deeds will become null and void, wa antum la tash'urun. And whilst you perceive it not. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, this ayah is referring to people that was in front of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The next hadith I want to look at is a hadith narrated by Sa'ib ibn Yazid radiallahu an. May Allah be pleased with him. He said that whilst I was in the mosque, Masjid al-Nabawi, Someone threw a pebble at me. And when I looked up, I saw that it was Umar ibn Khattab. Who said, go and call these two men. Bring them to me. So, Asaib ibn Yazid, he gets up and he goes and he brings these two men to Umar radiallahu anh. 
And Umar radiyallahu anhi asked him, Where are you from? And they replied and they said that we are from Taif. We come from Taif. Umar radiyallahu anhi said, Had you been from the inhabitants of Medina, I would have given you a beating for raising your voices in the masjid of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So at this time, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam has passed on. He left this world. But Umar radiallahu anhu is telling them that if you were from Medina, because you know the rulings, and if you were to raise your voice again in this mosque, I would have given you a beating for raising your voice. This shows you that the respect that one must have for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So many of the ulama, under this verse, they explain to us and this is something extremely important, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered us not to raise our voices above that of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what's still about not following the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? What about still, or what about that we put our opinions above that opinion of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, is far worse than just raising your voice, just speaking louder. So this in itself is one of the verses that proves that we need to follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam to the best of our ability. That a few days ago we did the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Ahzab explains that if Allah and His Messenger has decreed a matter, it is not befitting for a believer to go against this matter. If Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given us a hadith, he has given us a manual, we need to follow this manual. We cannot come 1400 years afterwards and say that I know better, that I think that my way of interpretation of Islam is better, my actions, the way I want to make adhkar, the way I want to pray, the way I want to recite the Qur'an, is different to that of Muhammad Sallam because it is better for me. No. وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Hashr, that whatever the Prophet, peace be upon him, has come with, accept that. Whatever he has left, whatever he has not shown you, do not follow that with regards to your ibadah. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, tomorrow inshallah we'll also be looking at one or two verses from Surah Al-Hujurat as there are many lessons with regards to adab, with regards to our etiquettes and how we deal with people etc. in the surah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide and protect us, to forgive our shortcomings. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika shadwa la ilaha illa astaghfiruka wa tubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.